0: We have a lot of network, we have a lot of transportation components out there on the road. But if we don't operate them, if they don't work, they're no good. And with the amount of money that the department spends to put those out there, we recognize that there has to be a significant amount of work, a significant opponent, to make sure that they do work. We recognize all of the different problems. Well, I don't even know that we recognize all of them, such as a Superstorm Sandy. But we try to identify as many problems that come up and deal with a strategic plan, develop a strategic plan to allow us to address those problems. But we also have to recognize that you don't want one person to be the holder of all the knowledge. So as much as we can standardize the approach, as much as we can say, okay, go to the book and do A, B, and C, That makes it easier for anybody, a new person, an experienced person, whatever it is, to be able to get in, okay, I have to
1: do this, I have to do that. Something like storms, usually there's at least a little bit of forewarning before a storm is going to hit, but there can be emergencies that you can't necessarily anticipate whether it's a power failure, earthquakes, even though they're not a big thing here in New Jersey. It's something that could certainly affect resiliency and the transportation network. Is planning for planned incidents such as a storm versus unexpected incidents such as a power failure, is that different? No, I would say it's, it's
0: not. Having the ability to know what to do takes away the worry about it being something that you planned for or something that you didn't plan for. If you know that if a camera, if a a signal system isn't working, you know what to do. Well, it doesn't matter if you know that it may happen in six hours or if it happened two hours ago. And again, we talk about weather, but It's also man-made events. Uh, We had an incident on the turnpike last year, a truck fire, which melted communication lines uh, at that location. Well, that wasn't a storm or or anything, but we had to be able to figure out how to get around that and how to still be able to operate our systems despite that man-made problem that occurred.
1: Technology obviously means that you're more vulnerable in many ways, but it also means that you can be more resilient. Comparing what we have in place now with all of the technology that is out there, all of the communications gear that is out there, versus the quote-unquote old days when things were pretty much running by themselves, there were roadways, there were traffic signals perhaps that depended on the power system, but they weren't coordinated with anything else, how does that make it much different for you?
0: We have to be more aware. We have to know what's happening at all times out there. Like I said, the public is much more aware of what we're spending. Uh, the public wants to know, what are you doing out there? What are you putting out there? And if we're spending millions of dollars, as we are to put this out there, they then want to know, Are you keeping it working? Is it still operating for you? So technology allows us to not only put out new and better systems to operate, things, but it allows us to keep track. It allows us to monitor how these are performing. We can then look at them on a day-to-day basis. How can we tweak that performance? But we can also see, oh, my God, it's not working. Something has happened. What's going on out in that area? Technology allows us to find out more information, relationships that we develop with all the different players. We know now how to contact the utility companies. We know dealing with the state police, so we find out things that are going on. So it it allows everything to happen quicker than I think back in the old days. When the signal's down, you might find out that day if you were lucky on a lot of those.